Hello and welcome to Jam Presents, a podcast series by me, Mike Groves, and a good mate of mine, Jason Cripps. In this third series of Jam Presents, we go back to 2013 and follow guests of the Rue Manor as they try to figure out who done it. In this penultimate episode, we find out which three investigators make the final. Or do we? Who done it episode 8? We've made it to the penultimate episode, which I'm particularly excited about because once we finish recording this one, we can watch the next one live together. Finally, yeah. As per usual, this episode opens with Giles explaining that 13 guests entered Rue Manor, of which only 4 remain. One of whom is the killer. Ronnie was the last guest to be taken out by the killer as he failed to work out how Gina was killed. Surprising to all of us, really, that the killer hadn't actually trained a monkey. We all thought that was going to be the case. Brilliant. We're now left with Chris, Cam, Lindsay and Melina. This episode starts once again as the last one left off, with all the guests enjoying their spa treatments and Ronnie being blown up in the hot tub. The explosion is amazing. I, I really don't know how they filmed it. Obviously, Ronnie had a stunt double. You, you could say it was a doppelganger. <laughs> What's a doppelganger? But what, what's, a, what's a doppelganger? <laughs> Yeah, but you don't see or you the, the angle you see him fly in the pool at. He's just doing some sort of backflip, isn't it? Yeah, they've only cut Obviously. it for about two seconds. So like he's not jumping from that hot tub into the. No, he could be jumping from one he's platform just to another into the pool. I don't know. Yeah, we didn't see him bend his legs beforehand. I just think it's cut really well. It's good. Yeah. Anyway, they all run out to find Ronnie floating in the pool as the mist on the surface begins to clear. This time, I did notice the Twitter handle, as I missed it, you know, the other day. Mm-hmm. And it had at Cam Perez as the top choice for the killer. I can't wait to look back on some of those tweets from back then. They meet Giles back in the house, and he shares his condolences with the group. My dear guests, I am very sorry about the untimely death of Ronnie. He gives an early clue by telling them he doesn't want to give them a shiver. And he has loads of cold and freezing jokes uh, throughout this episode. I don't wish to send shivers down your spine. He then tells them that of the four remaining, two are scheduled to die, one of them is the killer, and one will win the $250,000 prize. Cam's reaction is pure, and I think he really wants the money. Lindsay does give a bit of a surprise look, and it's Chris who doesn't even break a smile. She's, she's getting paid that anyway. She's definitely the killer, <laughs> and I think this episode is the final nail in the coffin for me. But did you pick up quite a lot then? I might, I might have picked the one or two, actually. But I wasn't looking at my notes, so you might have to cut this earlier. But one thing I did notice, it's quite funny, is when they all run out to the pool. Yeah. Well, firstly, I think it's, it's only... I keep thinking it's Lindsay now, the killer, like... The more I keep looking at Lindsay, Ooh. right? I mean, just but there's a few things we'll get we'll get into. But um, the maid is with Lindsay, isn't she? Doing her feet, yeah. And the way the maid looks at Lindsay, I'm thinking, yeah, she knows, <laughs> she she knows she's the killer. But anyway, when, when they all run out, I can't remember who says it, but Melina says, "Oh, what is it? Or, or what is that?" And then someone says, "Oh, it's Ronnie." <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie. Like, like what? So he, what? Because he's so disgusting, just floating. <laughs> it's a bit harsh, isn't it? Giles tells them that there are normally three areas to investigate at this point in the game, but the killer has introduced a twist. I thought he was going to reduce it to two, so they'd break out into two teams, but actually, they've introduced four tracks. As you well know, there are normally three areas of scrutiny, but on this chilly morning, the killer would like to offer you a bit of a twist. Four oh my areas. This is exactly what the show needs. Yeah, I thought it's genius the fact they did that. The four areas include the scene of the crime, 
which is the backyard where Ronnie was discovered floating in the pool, the last known whereabouts, which is the library, the morgue where Ronnie's body, as per usual, can be examined, and a mystery area where one guest will have an advantage of solving the crime. Whoever earns the right to this area will also be given three minutes to investigate one of the other areas. Oh, this is getting really exciting. No, yeah, it's good. I, I don't know how I felt about that. It was almost too much information. Yeah, well, I'd rather, I'd rather it, I'd rather they would come up some creative way of having a fourth area so everyone had to talk and no one got an advantage. Yeah, because Cam didn't really need. No, but if he had, you know, if this one was the morgue, one was the last area, one was the pool, and maybe and one was one was something. his bedroom or something like that. Yeah, something else. So it's like well, everyone's got separate information, so everyone yeah. has to sort of come together if they want to. Yeah. But I suppose on the flip side of that, it did get give Melina a chance. It did. It did, yeah, when they drew the cards. So, yeah, to determine who was going to the mystery area, they had to have a competition. Stabbing slabs of ice with an ice pick to retrieve, retrieve a box at the bottom. Again, this is, this is quite... Surely this is what like quite weighted towards Cam again, because... It's a physical task. Yeah. Is there te- I mean, there's got to be some technique, but also if you're smashing that pick into the ice. Yeah, he's going to have a harder punch than any yeah. of the others. And you can see that because, I mean, Chris is the killer anyway, but Chris, Chris is barely trying. Yeah, Chris is definitely on the go slow. She's doing it on purpose. She's just getting ice shavings, yeah. as she even mentioned. Yeah, there's, there's one scene and you're like, you're barely scraping it. Melina is literally killing it. She's a step away, and I'm still just making shave ice. As I say, there are many times when Chris makes me think, yeah, you're definitely the killer. That was another really big mm, one. I know. She just that. simply doesn't try. She was never, ever going to win this one. Just as Melina is about to reach for the box that's in the ice, Cam pulls through and wins. And as I'm reaching for my yellow container in the middle of the ice... Congratulations, Cam! If I would have just picked harder, maybe I would have beat Cam. I think he beat me by maybe two seconds. Cam decides that the place he wants three minutes in after the visit to the mystery area is the crime scene. Chris, Lindsay and Melina now need to decide which area they want to head to. The one catch is that you must all choose a different location. I've written here that if I was Melina, I'd be as awkward as fuck here. And she is exactly that. She isn't budging and fair play. And she even says, we can duke it out, which I had to look up. I assumed it was fighting or something like that. And it turns out to be fist fighting, which is brilliant. We can duke it out before I do that. I'm not going to allow them to have all four locations. I'm not willing to play their game. So Melina, talking about robbing cars in an earlier episode, and now she's willing to duke it out to fight Lindsay for the place that she wants to go but- to. No, fair play to her. And I thought I thought it's a bit like oh no, Cam sort of stirred that up a little bit. But it was Lindsay's attitude to it that annoyed me because it was three on one. Obviously, they have to be quite ruthless. They have got to be ruthless, but, yeah. But Lindsay literally goes, "Oh, so do I," and then looks at the floor. Like, yeah, she's, she's yeah. very. She doesn't like confrontation that much. Or no, if she is the killer, she's playing a good game. Because she's got with Cam. Because she's got Cam on her mm. side. In fairness, Melina calls Cam out and says, what's Lindsay's choice? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, but she looks at the floor while she's saying that. It's, it, yeah, she it annoys doesn't me. like the confrontation. It's not you, it's Lindsay. Yeah, but I mean, I'm very much with Cam on this point. And I get that it's for 250 grand. There is a massive prize at stake, but I'm not sure I'd want to go in front of millions of people on TV and be a stubborn prick like Cam has been for everyone to think, yeah, you got loads of money, mate, but... At what cost? Mm. I couldn't do that, I don't think. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously it's a lot of money. 
and it's different if you're in that situation. But you could have easily just been like, right, Melina, where do you want to go? Right, you go there. We'll go the other places. Well, not only that. I mean, they, they've chosen they've chosen the same place, so I don't even. That's fine. Cam doesn't even need to get involved. No, Cam didn't have to get involved. But the fact that Lindsay, you know, we've seen it before in the last episode, is Cam's information. He's such a ringleader to that to that group. Yeah, yeah. and that group leader. There. They pander to him. Well, they've they've let him win. If he wins this entire series then that's because everybody is just oh king cam and all that and it's been team cam we've always said that from the very start at least with the other team we've had team ronnie team gino and obviously melina now on her own but with cam it's always been team cam throughout and the others have therefore it's cam's information let him win we touched on that last episode yeah yeah so i think you know he could have just said right melina where do you want to go we'll take the other places yeah and then had some sort of conversation later on. Well, it comes back. It comes back and bites him on the ass a It does, bit. yeah. So we'll get to that, yeah. So Giles comes back, and since there isn't a resolution, he hands them the three envelopes. They'd anticipated that that was going to be the case. Although I do like how they were given the choice, rather than just being forced yeah. envelopes on them. At least the program gave them the option to try and resolve it between them. Yeah. As long as Melina gets the last known whereabouts or the morgue, then she'll have information that the other team can't get. It would have been rubbish if she'd have got the crime scene where Cam was already going. Lindsay gets the last known whereabouts. Obviously, she's all look at me. Ah, oh, look at the draw. Come on. Is it? Is it though? Because she got she was given the cards first. Yeah, because they don't actually give them out. They give them out in order, don't they? Well, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I'm I'm literally I'm overanalyzing everything. Yeah, definitely. Well, this is the other thing. I wonder whether or not does Giles give them a choice of three envelopes. Or does he just no, pass them no. one envelope at a time? He puts all three in front of them, Lindsay first, and she takes the far left one. So if she's the killer, she would know the order that is. Yeah, true. And do you know what I mean? She's it, not the killer, though. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, if she is, it was sus that she got maybe got the place that she wanted to go. She didn't get the... Oh, yeah, she did. She got the exact place she wanted to go. That's true. That's true. Melina gets the morgue, which is brilliant. I was so pleased for her because she now knows that she's going to a location which yeah. the others will have no idea about. And it's the only way that she was ever going to have a fighting chance in this episode. And to be fair, she's got the right attitude and she's prepared to fight. They're playing against the Molina who is going to fight until my knuckles are bloody and I'm on the ground and the killer's standing over me about to kill me. I will keep fighting until that moment. And credit to her, she really, really does it in this episode. Mm-hmm. They break off into their four areas. And for the first time, it's actually cut very differently. It's not sequential. We're back and forth between the areas. So I've tried to condense it all into each area. So we're going to talk about the four separate areas rather than the order it went in on the show. Starting off with the crime scene. Chris goes there first. Cam can't go because he's at the mystery room while Chris is at the poolside. I mean, other than the ice and the frozen coffee that was presumably once hot. and Well, it turns out to be tea, doesn't it? But the frozen hot drink and the ice in the pool. There's not a lot more really for Chris to go on. There's nothing else which Mm -hmm. is really telling or anything. Whatever caused the ice in the hot tub and the pool was strong enough to also freeze his cup of coffee outside on the ledge. That's a big blast of cold. Other than that, there wasn't really anything that we got from the crime scene itself. It was the weakest of the three areas, really, I thought. Or four areas, even. Next, we see Lindsay at the last known whereabouts. She finds loads of letters who she presumes belong to Giles, as they're addressed to London. One of the addressees is called Ralph Benjamin. That's definitely a posh name. That's definitely one of Giles' friends. Do you reckon that's like someone on the production? No, I just think it's 
just someone that Giles goes dancing with in London. <laughs> yeah. Among the letters is an envelope with private and confidential marked on it for the attention of Giles. It's headed, Dear Mr. Giles. I'm not having that. I'm not having that. Giles is his first name. <laughs> the only other thing that I can think really is that his name is Giles Giles. First name Giles, last name Giles. It's possible. It is possible. He's called Mr. Giles because Ronnie wouldn't normally do that, surely. Mr. Giles. Anyway, the context of the letter is Ronnie telling Giles that he's figured out who the killer is and to hand this note to the cops. It does annoy me a bit that Ronnie, in his letter, has written, I'm putting this letter under your outgoing mail in the hope that you find it. It's too spell out. It's like in movies where the person on the phone really exaggerates what they're saying to the audience. Yeah. Or what they're saying to the person on the other end of the phone for the audience to know what's happening. Oh yeah, Adam, you know, my brother with the temper and the ginger hair. It just introduces that character later on. You'd never say that on a phone to say your best friend. And yet that's how it's spoken to in that letter. It's just too obvious. Lindsay just has to read it. She hasn't really got to investigate and that it was in a stack of envelopes. No, it's literally spat well in black and white. Yeah. Anyway, the names that Ronnie has identified in the letter have all been scribbled out. The name of the killer is blank. The reason I know is blank told blank that blank was being dishonest. Yeah, but they've been scribbled out. Did you think that the length of these word, like letters and words, like cam is three letters long? I mean, that's not a long no, scribble, is it? Lindsay turns the note over to have a look on the back to see if she can see if anything's come through. Mm. There were never any words there. There were never any words there. They've intentionally done that and just created scribble. Okay, good. Because if there were any, ri- if there was any risk that Lindsay was going to turn that over and see, oh. well, she's the killer, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay begins to look through the cups and the teapot in the le- left in the library. She suggests that a teacup is missing. There are also a number of things like sugar, cream, and milk all labelled up, except for a suspicious white-looking powder. I think it's probably just Don's stash oh, yeah. from earlier in the series. We're aware that Ronnie had a cup of something with cream in it, as the spoon that Lindsay finds has cream on it. If that was tea, then i feel sick. I understand coffee with cream. I don't actually drink coffee with cream, but having a cup of tea with cream... That is absolutely Is that more of an American thing? Yeah. And there are a few things which I've got to complain about. (laughs) American things in this episode. So sorry, American listeners, of which will be the majority of people undoubtedly, because Whodunit's an American show that only ever broadcast in the States. You don't put cream in tea. Even a cream tea isn't actually the cream that's in the tea. That's the cream that goes on the scone. Or scone, depending on how posh you are. (laughs) Just stop it. I will know more later on, just to forewarn you, if you take offence to this, Apologies. Next, we're at the morgue, and we see Melina examining Ronnie's mm-hmm. frozen body. He's definitely come out of it the worst of all the guests so far. Well, at least except since Dante was burnt to a crisp anyway. Melina suggests that he's both frozen and burnt, and that doesn't make sense. It, it does make sense. You get cold burns. Exactly. Yeah. Ronnie had quite a few tattoos. Did you notice the one it- on his right leg? That Is actually it? looked like Dana. I, I know, I remember it being a woman. <laughs> it's not perfect, but it made me laugh. <laughs> He's got Sasha on his back as well. Do you know that? <laughs> I, I like this bit because um, Melina was obviously... She's on her own anyway, so I do get it by talking to yourself. But she was like talking to Ronnie. Yeah. What is that? You're all shriveled up. You have ice all over you. But also I thought, I wonder if he's giving any tells. Like he's moving his why, why you hot? little why, finger or something. Why, you know, why are you cold at the same time? And he's, his little his, his big, big toes twitching or something like <laughs> I did really want him to sit up. Yeah. Say, it was it was the yeah, cup of tea. Bison. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she notices a few things. 
No, this is Ronnie foaming from the mouth. I think the mountain lion probably had rabies and got <laughs> Ronnie or something like that. It would suggest early on that he was poisoned. She, she puts her explosion. hand on his feet. Like, again, I say it all the time. How is he not? How is he not just giggling? Yeah, twitching. <laughs> like, tickling. Do they actually, like, put them under, like, make them unconscious? Yeah, <laughs> they're using chloroform. <laughs> yeah. Melina finds a thermometer and expects Ronnie to be cold, suggesting that he'd be around 50. No, 50's really warm, Melina. Oh, this is this is the conversion. <laughs> yeah, it's the Fahrenheit centigrade Celsius. I've already moaned about the cream in the tea, right? Also, water freezes at zero. Not at 32 or whatever it is. Fahrenheit can take a hike. <laughs> Fahrenheit. <laughs> oh, it's 105. Oh, wow. That's really high. You overheated and yet you have ice on you. Let me think, let me think. How, how have they done that then? Have they? Done his temperature. Oh, good point. I reckon they've got him to eat some toothpaste. Apparently it's like an old army trick. If you want to get off duty and raise your temperature, or if you want to get out of drills on a particular day... Is this day, real? Are you not, not... No, this is real. If you want to convince somebody that you've got high temperature, just eat a whole tube of, tube of toothpaste. Yeah, it's got a floor recommend it. It's really dangerous, but it yeah. will skyrocket your temperature. Toothpaste. That's probably just force-fed him it. Maybe that's what was coming out of his mouth. <laughs> wasn't rice and poison, it was just the sheer amount of toothpaste they shoved in on him. <laughs> That's what we find out in the morgue. Next, we head to the mystery area, and we see Cam in the attic. Cam watches some footage of Ronnie at the last known whereabouts and in the hot tub. It looks like Ronnie either fell asleep or died before he blew up in the hot tub. Or blew out of the hot tub, I should say. Next, Cam runs to the crime scene. He's got three minutes to examine the crime scene, having won the ice pit challenge earlier on. He finds the ice in the hot tub in the frozen drink. Like, rips it out. He rips yeah. the, the, the frozen tea out of the, the cup. He realises that he's not actually found a great deal, and that by the looks of things, nothing more than Chris picked up earlier on. That's because there was nothing at the crime scene, really. It was the worst place to go. We now see the group come back together to enjoy even more lovely-looking food. Cam has an ice cream sandwich, which looked awesome. Oh, yes, it did. Team Cam just is so weird. They're acting like children. <laughs> Cam describes everything to Chris, and she goes off on one. I knew it. I knew that's what I wanted. Melina screwed me. She's really mad that Melina well, got yeah, she goes, detail she, from the morgue. She goes, Melina screwed me. That's not Melina's fault. I was like, well, no, because if they were agreed where they wanted to go, then Chris could have gone to the morgue. She wouldn't yeah, be able to go to the if morgue. If anything, Lindsay screwed Chris. Yes, because if Lindsay said... Okay, actually, no, Melina... Oh, I'll roll over and go. Then yeah, so then, and then Chris would have gone to the morgue. Yeah, Chris would have gone to the morgue. It's not Melina's fault at no, all. No, it was Lindsay's. Melina, bless her, she's got no team anymore. So she writes her thoughts down. I said here that she's either really good or just really suspect because she's very strong on this point. Yeah, and if it wasn't for what we find out later on in the episode, then absolutely, she could be nailed on to be the killer. And especially, especially like, she's, you know, she's a bit harsh on Ronnie. She says, Ronnie, Ronnie doesn't read. <laughs> yeah. Ronnie's not going into that. He's just using crayons, drawing cartoons. Yeah. He's just drawing dicks on stuff. <laughs> or the S that we used to do in the 90s. Oh, yeah, like the 3DS sort of thing, yeah. <laughs> Cam thinks Melina's the killer. And I think it's quite narrow-minded that he's so focused on someone the else, other team yeah. and not suspecting someone in his until later on when he changes his tune and then realises that Melina's far too into it. And because her character's changed, he can tell that she's fighting for her life rather than just being a stooge. Mm -hmm. This episode, I've mentioned it before, but it's got everything, hasn't it? 
you're right, as you mentioned earlier, she was suspicious when she was, or her thought process when she was thinking about Ronnie. Yeah, and but it was even, even one of the things being, right, so she's like, well, he doesn't read, so she, he's gone there to write a letter or a note mm. because he's wrote me notes in the past. I'll give her that. Also, he's had a drink, right? But he's not had alcohol. But he's not had he's... alcohol. She didn't say none of us had alcohol. There's nothing here he likes, ah. right? I'm like, right, okay, that's very strange. And then she goes, he had a coffee at breakfast. So he wouldn't have had another yeah, coffee. He would have had a tea. And I'm thinking, I have two coffee. I don't eat, like, I, I like tea, but I will happily have. It's not a, a rule that you have to have coffee, tea, coffee, tea. <laughs> it's not, that's not a given thing. No, but what if the production but, team have been really clever? The killer has brought, but the killer's brought tea into Ronnie yeah. sat at that table. Didn't but bring Melina coffee. Wouldn't. Didn't bring coffee. She could have said, a hot drink or something. She could. But what if the production team have done something really clever? Because Ronnie's been living there and had to answer questions and things like that, the producers have said, okay, we're going to make this tea because we know that Ronnie has a cup of tea at this time of day. Yeah. See if Melina knows. That would be amazing if that's the case. Yeah. Melina and Ronnie's chat. Ronnie's like, I never do d- double coffees. I always have rather tea to break Yeah, up. I'll only have <laughs> one coffee a day or something like that. And he'd already had one at that point. Yeah. Or she's the killer. <laughs> <laughs> she can't be. Spoiler alert. Well, we'll get to that. Oh, we'll well, good point. That. When she goes back to Team Cam to confront them, it's the most satisfying thing I think I've watched in this series so far. Firstly, she clarifies that it was a cup of tea. And that is disgusting. You should never put cream in tea. I've mentioned it earlier. But how she confronts Cam, Lindsay and Chris. I know a lot about what was at your locations. You don't know anything about what was at mine. Example, last known whereabouts, right? Let me guess. Did you find a note? Maybe that Ronnie wrote? Crime scene, right? Let me guess. Ronnie was going out to the hot tub to relax. Was there a drink out there? As soon as she says... Yeah, as soon as she says that to Lindsay, what does Lindsay do? She looks Look right floor. down at the floor. Yeah. yeah. This is where Cam changes tune, actually, and thinks Melina, ace detective, is no longer the killer. All of a sudden, she's Melina, ace detective, and because this whole new pitch is so out of character for her, I'm now pretty confident that she's not the killer. And at this point, I mean, I was keen for her to win from the start of this episode, but at this, it reaffirmed it for me here. You've got to go and win this, but at least if she does go down, it's in a blaze of glory. The next scene is where Giles performs a science experiment and reads his riddle. You've all poured your hearts out in my little game. Most of you left will die just the same. Follow the bouncing ball that has a clue. Go where you're told on the chosen few. He then proceeds to drop liquid nitrogen into a bucket in what seems like the most obvious and terrible cutscene I've ever seen. In the if you watch that over again, there's basically a bowl of ping pong yeah. balls that, that he's putting the nitrogen into. Puts it into a little slot on yeah, the Yeah, yeah, that's and... true. But in a different camera angle, they've disappeared. Another camera angle, they're there. The next camera angle, they're gone. Have a look now. Pull it up on your phone. Right, I'm, I'm just getting the iPad back up. Hang on. This is, is this before it explodes? Yeah, before it explodes. So one thing, one thing we'll get this up is surely you would recognise that this science experiment's got to have something to do with the actual murder. Definitely. And, I mean, this sort of steaming flask of something is definitely... It's very similar to the mist on the surface. Exactly, and it's it's definitely liquid nitrogen, isn't it? Because that's the only thing you go to. Yeah, and if you look at Melina's notes earlier on, she actually wrote dry ice, which isn't too dissimilar. Oh, awful, awful. You seeing it? 
Yeah, so he walks, I think he walks, let me rewind it a bit. He walks away and there's like a whole thing of balls, ping pong balls. Yeah. Then he walks towards and it's just a black bowl. Yeah. Yeah, walks away, just a black bowl. I don't know why they filmed it twice. He puts his glasses on. Because the contestants are there in both shots as well. This is mad. It's not very good. Keep watching. We see about six or seven cuts and it changes every time. This isn't great for people listening to the podcast right now. So we just suggest if you didn't notice it on first watch, mm. go back and have a look. Yeah. Like even you can see behind him there's no there's no ping pong balls as well. Weird, right? Oh then no, no, there is. <laughs> so do you reckon that he It's almost like they took the audio from one and the video from the other and there were gaps in the the video? Or as he explained it all and stuff, there's no ping pong balls and they brought the ping pong balls in and Yeah, maybe. And then you see him putting the canister in at one point and there's no ping pong balls there, then neither. Right, so so look. You see him drop it in, and there are no balls in that bucket. So she's holding it's she's so holding weird. it with gloves on, and it's steaming. So that's definitely liquid nitrogen. Yeah. Now he's got it. Or they, are they just low light? No. Yeah, 100% no Yeah, no, definitely balls. not in there, are they? Is it? It's almost like they forgot, shot it, and then realised, oh shit, we forgot the ping pong balls. Yeah, he pushes it down, walks backwards, and there's no ping pong balls. Yeah, it's bizarre, isn't it? Anyway, go back and watch it, listeners. It's worth it. Mental. We'll search the hashtag once we've done the final and see how many people on Twitter have picked it up. As that explodes, Chris ducks behind Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> but if, you're, if you're getting shot with a ping pong ball, <laughs> I'm going to be hyped, don't you? Yeah. So anyway, the idea is that the nitrogen caused hundreds of ping pong balls to scatter everywhere. Melina immediately sees one with the, with the word kitchen printed on it. And I'm really buzzing, thinking, oh, she's got it. I am nervous for her because it's never gone in her favour, even when her team have got the head start. She legs it into the kitchen, although the others are really close behind. They find the next clue. Big barrels of castor beans. These cans are filled with castor beans. Dig deep down if you have the means. Pull out a silver container. The next step is not a no-brainer. And it's awesome. They're just going hell for leather, digging all those beans all over the kitchen. Melina finds a container, and inside is another clue. This phase of the game has many an angle. These words in particular may be tough to wrangle. Circle a specific room manner location. Then you're allowed to go to that station. Back up your choice with the loop of your ink. Then look for what's orange and go have your mink. So it's a word search. Despite Melina finding it first, I'm convinced that Cam's going to catch up because that's what always happens. Look at what happened in the ice pick challenge. And it's happening all the way through. He is a really clever guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's a really good one. Melina and Lindsay take very different approaches. Melina wants to get all the words first. Yeah, I don't know if that's... I, I initially thought that was a good idea, but you have to still be quite quick with it, I think. Yeah, I think you've got to circle and go. And on your way, you've just got to find other words. Because if you get there and it's a dead end... And then, yeah. Cam's really far behind because he's really dug his out and it's on the floor, which is hilarious because he has to go back and retrieve it. But the first word he circles is pool table. And the fact this has angles, and this phase yeah. of the game has made an angle, you'd think he's done it, and that's the end. Did you notice what's next to the pool table? No. Bear. Oh, snap. I did. I've mentioned it later on. <laughs> the stuffed bear. <laughs> so Cam's mention of the orange, look for what's orange. Yeah. It, it lines think up. that's going to be the orange you, you pool imagine the, pool the production table. being like, oh, bollocks, we didn't really think of this. So the riddle says that this phase of the game has many angles, and the first word I see is pool table, which is a game... A lot of angles. Two orange balls. Lindsay, oh, it wound me up that she was cheating oh. and trying to peek at Melina's car. She's like, oh, just peeking. Excuse me. <laughs> it's just peeking. And it's the way she if does that it. That was in the like other a, way around. But this is this this second half of this episode. There's about three or four things that Lindsay does now that I'm just like, what is she doing? So yeah, I know it starts what you mean. with this peeking thing. Like that really annoyed me. Oh, it pissed me off. Lindsay then mocks Melina's approach, and you think, no, Lindsay, you've been carried all the way through this process. Don't mock Melina. And she's saying, oh, it's a brutal. You've got to go quick, but. 
you haven't solved any, Lindsay. You're just always following on behind everyone. So don't mock someone else's approach. Cam then notices pool equipment and grabs Chris. And yeah, you start to think, well, it's going to be pool equipment, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's a hot I've gutted. So I've never wanted someone to win a riddle as much as no, same. Melina at this point. Yeah. And when Cam gets there, he finds the liquid nitrogen container hooked up to the hot tub. So I know that there was liquid nitrogen used to launch Ronnie into the pool. But we're still missing the actual cause of death. Melina brilliantly suggests that the bell dinging is like the Grim Reaper tapping her on the shoulder. I hear the bell, and it's like the Grim Reaper taps me on the shoulder. It's all come down to this riddle, and I failed miserably. They regroup, or at least those in a group regroup, and Melina's left to gather her own thoughts. I am fairly sure that Lindsay's the killer, which means that Melina is still available to die. So I'm just going to share everything with my team and hope that I'm right about Melina. Cam cleverly links the cast of beans to ricin and suggests that's how Ronnie was poisoned. Yeah. Melina's just racking her brains. And she's doing such a good job at trying to spy and open that door without them even noticing, yeah. which is fantastic. Yeah. And because she hears a few things, she is getting more confident about I her wish, chances. Yeah, I wish she heard a bit more as well. Yeah, that been same. an amazing talk, turn on events, especially when um, Chris and Lindsay uh, eavesdropped on Ronnie's conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Considering Melina only went to one location and didn't solve the riddle, she's done bloody well, mm-hmm. fantastically well. We hear them talk to the killer through their video messages. No mention of any monkeys, which is surprising. Although, yeah, we know now that they've done fairly well this week. Nothing really stands out other than Melina clearly not having the detail that the yeah, others have. Yeah, but there's something that Lindsay says that bothers me. Oh, okay. So she says in the clip, and I know it's different, and I know it's a written exam as well. So, yeah. I mean, but she says, oh, then Ronnie just falls asleep and explosion. Falls asleep. An explosion of water ice and ronnie well a there wasn't an explosion well i mean you take that as you want no also, you're right he didn't it fall wasn't asleep explosion. and he didn't fall asleep no you're right or the landing it wasn't the landing that killed no. him it was definitely the poison but was that can maybe not giving the group the full story no but this is where we you know later we'll we will you know say about who got the scared cards and what yeah. that might mean yeah all right melina also pointed out that she thought that dry ice was in the pool mm. and not liquid nitrogen in the hot tub so I suppose Lindsay would have that, though. Lindsay would have... Like, yeah, Lindsay would have got that, definitely, from Cam. So they suggest who they think the killer is. Lindsay thinks Chris is the killer. Cam thinks it's Lindsay. Melina thinks it's Chris. And Chris thinks it's Lindsay. So it's a split between Chris and Lindsay. But Lindsay's like... Yeah, but a lot of people think it's Lindsay, no? A lot being 50%. Two people. Yeah, but Lindsay can't be... Can't. Yeah, but Lindsay wouldn't think herself, would she? So. Yeah, exactly. As they head to dinner, they see their tombstones in an ice bucket. Wow... Walk into dinner and immediately notice a bucket full of ice and tombstones on them. The dates of birth are printed on them. Did that shock you a little bit, the date of birth? What shocked me was that not only are the people putting cream in their tea, not only we're talking in Fahrenheit and not centigrade, we're also seeing month, day, year. That's not how sure, the right date. Surely you smallest to largest day, yeah, exactly. month, year. I do get it like on computers and things, it's better to go month because then everything in the June file is in the June file. But now, come on, sort it out. We invented dates. (laughs) I don't know if that's true. So this was filmed in 2013. So we see that Chris was born in 86, making her 27 at the time. Yeah. Lindsay born in 85. She's 28. Cam's we can't quite see, 80 something. And Melina was born in 83, which made, made her 30 at the time. Now they're all eight years older. But I keep forgetting this was only eight years ago. So they're in a similar age range to us. 
obviously when we looked at Murder in Small Town X, that was 20 years ago, so everyone's aged quite a bit since the show. Whereas this only being eight years old, it felt like if we start reaching out to people at the end, they're going to be a lot older than us, but that's not they're the not, case. They're exactly the same age. Yes. Yeah, that, did, that, that was a bit weird. They sit down for dinner and Giles enters the room. The guest who impressed the killer the most and is guaranteed a place in the final is... And it was always going to be... It's always a good He had the most information. Yeah. They also had a chilled seafood buffet. Which looked gross. I mean, all their food looks great, but, yeah, that's, but that's not my idea of fun. It's because it was Yeah, it was on ice. On ice. Yeah. And if you like seafood, it looked fantastic. I just... Ugh. Giles goes on to explain exactly how Ronnie was killed. Killing Ronnie was indeed cold-blooded. It all started just after breakfast when Ronnie adjourned to the library to be alone with his thoughts, or so he thought. Little did he know I was watching his every move on a pin camera in the belly of the See No Evil statue. Oh, of course, that makes sense. Once inside, he immediately began to write Giles a personal and confidential note. Ronnie claimed to know who I was. As it turns out, he had me pegged to the letter. I sent some tea over so he could take his time and finish his letter of incrimination. After days of spying, I was well aware. Ronnie prefers powdered cream in his tea. It was ricin. The most deadly toxin in the world, according to the book of toxins I left peeking out of the shelf. What? Ridiculous. After he had gone, I simply found the letter and scratched out every reference that led back to me, preserving my anonymity. Feeling a bit less scared that his life might be spared, I made sure to give him the best spa treatment of them all, the hot tub. Ronnie got in and turned on the jets. The second he pressed the buttons, my canister of liquid nitrogen was time-released from the pool equipment. By this time, the ricin had kicked in and his body temperature had skyrocketed to a deadly 105 degrees. On surveillance, it may have looked like Ronnie dozed off. I assure you, it was a dead sleep. Ronnie was shot out of the hot tub from the chemical combustion of hot water and liquid nitrogen. Freezing his ricin-laden tea, charring his body from the chemical blast, blowing half the water out of the hot tub. The forecast for this cold-blooded murder was cloudy, with an isolated chance of hail. My sincerest cold condolences, your killer. There was so much that Lindsay missed. Yeah. There was a camera... In the See No Evil Monkey. I'll let her off that. Yeah, that was just a sticker. It was 100%. Really I was about to say that. It was definitely a sticker. Because they they would have noticed that, surely, on the last... Yeah, um, yeah. Unless, yeah. And also the book of toxins, which was sticking yeah. out the bookshelf. See, I tried to... And I tried to look out for that on the second watch. 
Yeah, okay. I can see it. No, it's not. And I think in one of the starter episodes, I said, "What will happen if they miss a clue?" Yeah, you did. Will like will we find out? And obviously, we find out at the end, but we don't find out what is. It's not like Lindsay walks out and it sort of pans to the book. No, I'm I'm know? glad it didn't do that. It would have been more corny. Mm. But it's nice that we we find out at the end that she. Yeah, did it's something. good that they show us in that final. Um, but does that make it? You know, does that would the killer do that? I mean, I'm, it's one of those, isn't it? Because you've got to think of as as the audience. Like if she, if Lindsay is the killer, you'd be like, well, she isn't the killer because she missed that book. Oh yeah, she missed it on purpose. But then also, part of this game is the audience. We're part of this game. Yeah, that's true. And it's not just to fool those contestants; it's yeah. to fool us as well. So her missing that, she could still be the killer, although she missed that. Yeah, the same goes for scared cards. I guess you'd want to fool people by giving yourself a scared card. You'd think so anyway. And also, you don't. We still don't know how how this production is set up. If right, if Lindsay was the killer. She might not know any of this. She just plays along, and then at some point she'll get a call in her room. This is what you have to say to get through. Yeah, or, true. This is how you know this. Well, she, she doesn't even have to fill anything in, does she? Oh, exactly. But what they could, yeah, you're right. They could say you're playing along. We're not giving you all this information. Whether it's Chris or Lindsay, because two information's dangerous if you know it. Yeah, definitely. Because otherwise, you could be pulling things and saying, you could "Oh, smile, it's you could without even yeah, finding you could that slip clue. The tongue, or like anything. Yeah, you're probably right. The production have said. We're not telling you how it's done. You've got to play along and work it out. But at the end, you're not going to win any prize money because we're no, going to pay but, you. But yeah, but but you, like, don't worry because you're not going to. You can put anything on that exam paper. You're going through. Yeah, you, you can't fail. You don't even have to fill but it. In. Obviously, be a bit cagey with your answer because you don't want to be shouting out monkeys <laughs> because people <laughs> know you're going out. So Jars now hands out the spared and scared cards for what presumably is the last time. Cam we know is already spared. Melina gets a scared card. Lindsay gets a scared card, and Chris is spared. Yeah, it's brilliant because Giles and Cam pick up. Well, actually, Giles picks up that Chris hasn't had a... Which is fantastic. He delivers such a blow. Have you ever been scared? I've not. Interesting. You made it all the way through without being scared ever. Because then Cam realises. Yeah. And Chris tries to fool us by saying that Lindsay's the killer and she's given herself a scared card on purpose. I'm not sure that's the case. But again, it's just a double bluff because... We've always said, if we did it, you would give the killer a scared card. True. We've mentioned it before, but I do really hope it is actually Lindsay and not Chris. I mean, it would be even well, cooler if Cam was a killer. I think it was last episode we said, we've always said Chris, Yeah. but now I want Chris to win. Yeah, same. I'd love her to win. I want Chris to win Definitely. and not to be the killer. Yeah, because she's probably the nicest out of the last three remaining. Yeah. Yeah, but she just played a really good game. If she isn't the killer, she's played a blinder. Yeah. Obviously, Lindsay, after having the scare card and they all leave the table, do you see that she says that she's going to take the wine? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I take my wine with me? So uh, she knew she was in for a heavy night. Yeah, I'd have done the same, to be yeah, fair. I'll, I'll take the wine. I'll take the wine back <laughs> to the room. What did Lindsay say to Melina when Melina was doing the crossword? Is this a joke? No, this is me just asking you. I know what she said. What, when she's trying to solve the riddle? I didn't pick up on that. Lindsay goes, I'm just peeking. Yeah. Yeah? What does Joel say about that book? It was peeking out of the... Ooh. I don't know. Hearing peeking twice in the same episode when I haven't heard it at all just makes me think, oh, that... Is that a clue? I don't know. And like you say, we're probably, I'm probably looking too far into it with the same yeah, grammar and stuff. It's just, you know, when you hear a word twice and you're like, I haven't heard this word in the last month and I've learned it twice in about five minutes <laughs> anyway we'll see we'll see we'll see on the final yeah we will see very soon the next morning Cam and Chris head to the pool table 
First one's down. Chris says she's nervous for Lindsay and Melina. Why are you nervous for Lindsay if you think she's the killer? Ah, suspicious that is. Mm, that is good, yeah. Down the stairs walks Melina. No, Lindsay, yet. And I've put, we do see a stuffed bear. I yeah, mentioned the bear earlier. I told you there was a yeah. bear in the series. And then walks in Lindsay. Not the, no, this. Acting so weirdly. Oh. <laughs> oh, hey. Holy crap, there you are. Well, there goes my joy. You should announce yourself yeah. in this house. What's going on? Lindsay has been standing there for God knows how long. Why are you standing over there? I was thirsty. Why are you acting so weird? <laughs> Can't be sure. <laughs> and it is just the creepiest thing ever. Okay. <laughs> That's creepy. Not funny. Yeah, no no laugh. <laughs> What's going on? And I thought this is one, you know, when I said um, on last episode, I don't know if it made the cut, but I knew Ronnie was going because of that confidence and that relief and that yeah, smile and he was cut, yeah. and he the he was obviously spoken to the production team he knew he was going he just wanted to you know he's going in and he's basically yeah, acting he's at, at, that peace point. at that point yeah he's at peace he knows he's out but he's acting at that point i thought the same with Lindsay this time she's come in yeah same she's cut she's like crept in and it's very like and she's, her behavior was suggests that yeah she definitely she knew, knew she, she was going she knew she was going to die because she does this weird creepy laugh that oh, she's got laugh. and like she can't explain why she's laughing and even the others are picking up on that and, but it's never addressed, is it? Why did she? No, she goes, oh, I was thirsty. She's at the bar. It's morning. <laughs> like, <laughs> she took too much wine back with her, mate. <laughs> yeah. she's No, she, she's just woke up. That's why she didn't see her. She's at the bar. She just woke up from behind the bar. She's behind it. <laughs> no, that's why they didn't hear her come downstairs. We heard Melina didn't hear Lindsay because she'd been down there all night. <laughs> it was bizarre. Oh, that's creepy. Charles walks in to tell them the killer has a surprise for them and they need to look outside. There's a stretch limo waiting for them and Beatrice and Sophie take them out to it. While they're in the limo and it sets off in its journey, they open these gifts. Well, I thought, yeah, because they, they travel, uh, open these packages and they've got all got champagne flutes. Cam expertly opens that champagne bottle with in the limo and even yeah. Chris calls him up on that uh, and I love how he's such a like a, he's like, oh, it's not the first time I've opened a champagne bottle and she's like, in a limo? He's like, yeah, he's all smooth. He's like, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> but they do sort of a, the limo does a U-turn. Yeah. And at one point, Melina thinks they've fallen off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. But I thought then what would happen is when they straighten out again. Lindsay and Melina were going to be dead. Yeah. That's yep. what I thought happened. But no, it does do a U-turn and hens, ends up back in the Is that just manner. so they can dress the set? Yeah, of course. And prepare Giles for his next scene. So they go into the house and find the TV screen. And this is unbelievable. We see a live feed of Giles tied up somewhere in the house with guns pointed at his head. It's like it's like something from a Saw movie. It really is like, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <gasps> Holy crap. As you can see, I'm a little tied up at the moment. Oh my God. The room begins to fill with a thick smoke. And whilst Lindsay is still alive, Melina has completely vanished. And that's the end. Yeah. And Lindsay says something. She goes, oh... Until I see a body or something like that, which I sort of agree with. Here. Yeah, I mean, that would be amazing. Because either Melina is the killer or she isn't dead. And I don't know. And I, But then looking when, when they do the preview of the next episode, obviously you don't see Melina at all. No. And we see Lindsay running around investigating. Yeah. And you'd think that if she was going to die. I do agree. It's still possible. But then, so right. Let's say that, let's say in the next episode because I don't want to talk about the next episode, like the the preview because the preview, no, the preview for the next episode is amazing. But we want to save it, don't we? We don't want to talk about it now. We don't want to spoil it. But the thing that's really bothering me is if Lindsay 
is in the final three with Chris and Cam. What was that dodgy laugh about? Yeah, in the what was that laugh all about? If she turns out not to be the killer, even weirder. Is that because is that because she knows she isn't going to die? I don't know. Oh, perhaps. Yeah, she's been told that she's now through to the final, and she's just excited. Yeah. But it's weird because obviously in the in the in the, li- uh, in the limo, you see Melina say when they open the packages, she hopes in Lindsay's. It's a gun that goes off in her face or poison <laughs> that sprays in her face. As Lindsay's opening her gift, I'm really hoping it's something to do with her murder. A gun that goes off or poison that sprays her in the face. I would have been hoping the same. Yes, yeah, it's, it's really bothered me. That It's creepy. Yeah, it is really creepy. But you're right. It could just be relief that she's got through. Hopefully, though, when they have the reunion episode, they address it and say, what the hell were you playing at? Yeah, she's like three bottles down at this point. <laughs> And then finally, after we see the glimpse into next week's episode, we see Ronnie in the morgue covered in his ice makeup. Yeah. For you guys that are left, one small thing can trip you up. One little error can be the difference between living and dying. So in all, it's a real shame to see Melina go, but fair play. She didn't put her foot wrong and she fought really hard. It's, it's just strange. It's, still, it's just strange the fact that every episode we've seen the next death. Yeah, yeah. We've now, why, seen. why haven't we seen... Melina die. The only thing I can assume she was, is she was laughing when they tried to put on the morgue table. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to disappear. She can't hold her breath a lot. The body's gone. <laughs> down, the, down the river. I wonder whether or not it's something that they don't want to give us as the audience an idea beforehand. Because they do show a body in that next episode preview. I can't remember that. They do show a body, and it's not Melina's. I mean, we see quite a few reanimated bodies as well. Spoiler alert. I can't wait. It just looks amazing. So if Cam's still with us, which he is, yeah. is he going to lose because he's got the blinkers on and thinks Lindsay is the killer? Or will they do more in the next episode to find out more about who the killer is and give them more clues and stuff? I think in the end it'll be one where you have to get that right, don't you? You'd have thought so. Do you think then for the final you don't win on performing the best, it's about picking the right person? Yeah. Because all the way through so far you've needed to perform the best and... Come up with the, no, the crime. Yeah. Come so up is with it going to be on? It, that's what I mean. Maybe, maybe that's why Melina isn't a body yet. Is it because it's not about how Melina died? It's about who is the murderer. Yeah, maybe. Or it could be leading to try and find her body. Yeah. It's going to be great either way, isn't it? I can't wait to watch it. Nor me. I am a bit disappointed that it's Team Cam in the final, but they've deserved it. But in terms of who you want to win. Yeah, Chris all day. Yeah, same. If they can make it that Chris isn't the killer, fantastic. That's going to be the ultimate ending. I'm still certain she is the killer, though. Yeah, I'm not certain anymore. I'm not certain because Lindsay just freaks me out. <laughs> if it wasn't for that weird moment. Because that... She's, Lindsay should have never even got to the final, in my opinion. No, she's been carried quite a long way. Yeah. But how much? What, by the production team? Ooh. Out of Lindsay and Cam, though, Cam probably deserves it more because he's worked harder and probably a better investigator. But he'll be really smug if he wins it. Yeah, and oh, I don't really care enough for either of them to be excited about who the winner is out of those two yeah. as in if melina was still in the final all day i'd back her 100 percent. yeah cool we'll leave it there then can't wait if you're still with us thanks for listening join us again next time for the final as we figure out who done it <laughs>